Hey, this is Devin, and you're listening to the Puppet Perspectives Podcast. It's that time again, so here we go. We can take concerts and TV shows. Puppets can talk the interviews. And do some Welcome to the Puppet Perspective Podcast, the only podcast where actual puppets give their opinion. I am your host, Jarrell. It's good to be back after a three-year, three years, it feels like it, but actually only three-week gap, but I'm back and ready to give you some entertaining um, shtick, and with with me is my co-host, give it up for Caroline. How are you doing, Caroline? Hey, I'm pretty good. En français, s'il vous plaît? No. <laughs> no. We, we're done with the French thing. <laughs> Caroline came back from France last month, so we actually talked about that. We won't go into it again, so listen to that last podcast, but it's good to see you after three weeks. Yeah. How you doing? Pretty good. Talk, talking about how hot it is and it stuff. Is, yeah, it's yeah. too hot, so I'm, like, really, really tired. Aww. The heat always just, like, drains me. And I, I went swimming yesterday, so, like, I'm sunburnt. I didn't put sunscreen on. Yeah. That was stupid. Look how burnt you are. Wow. <laughs> so, like, I'm even hotter because of that. Oh. You mean like you're more attractive? Yeah, because I'm bright red. Okay. <laughs> you say you're hotter. You're like, I'm, I'm hotter now. And welcome back, Devin. He's been hey gone guys. for a while, but yeah. he's finally back. Uh, his car was a little, you're having a little car problem, but now you got the Bugatti, right? So oh, uh, I wish. Yeah. We uh, actually, you didn't get the Bugatti? No. Good. Because we're actually thinking, he has so much car problems that I was thinking of, um, Dude, starting a Kickstarter to get you a Bugatti. Yeah, go fund me. Yeah, a used, okay. <laughs> go fund me just a used one, of course. You know, like mm-hmm. a, you don't mind like a 2008 Bugatti? Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. So, yeah, we need a million dollars, you guys, for yeah. Bugatti. So, but we'll it's only a million, not like 12 million. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so this show, what we do is review albums and we give our commentary. And sometimes we talk about current events as well. So, and also, we have a special thing tonight is uh, back in the past on previous podcasts, I would bring on guests to whether to showcase what their musical talent is or whatever they're doing. And tonight, we're going to start doing that again. We have a guest today, Rob from the band Minor Setback. I actually got a chance to see their band play live a few weeks ago and recorded the um, whole ordeal at the local pub down the street from where I live. Uh, If you haven't seen that, go to our YouTube uh, channel, Puppet Perspective YouTube. YouTube channel you can check out my experience seeing him his band play with acid cactus and the white rapper king cracker as well it was a <laughs> caroline making that face yes that's his name <laughs> king cracker you know he called himself that i didn't say it it's so it's fine, fine. I, maybe we, are we allowed to say cracker he said it with an I a mean, so it's okay yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's all right then <laughs> um today's show is um, we'll be reviewing, reviewing three albums that will have you asking the burning question. Those guys are still a band? <laughs> <laughs> First off, we're going to be talking about Sum 41. Uh, you're gonna, probably going to be like, Sum 41? I used to listen to them 15 years ago. Those guys are still a band? Yes. 
They are back and they are pissed about U.S. politics in this uh, ter- current climate, and they feel we're all to blame. Oh, I You're really it. gonna let me? Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I like that pun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Woo. <sighs> Uh, you know, sometimes we got to bring back the audience for that. There we go. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good joke, right? Okay. Also, we're talking about 311. You're going to be like, 311? It's just those guys 20 years ago. Those guys are still a band? <laughs> yes. And I actually was one of those people that was like a big 311 fan. And I will explain like my fandom for the band back in the day and why I kind of fell off the, the wagon. Sort of. I still like kind of like, you know, Check their Facebook pages and other things. <laughs> so and uh, your Instagram stuff like that. I still follow them a bit, and I will show you how much my following goes in a second. And we'll be reviewing the new album from Good Riddance, and you're probably saying, "Good Riddance? <laughs> I used to listen to those guys twenty years ago. Those guys are still a band." Or you might be asking, "Who's Good Riddance?" Exactly. Either way, they're a band. They're still around, and you will find out if you should still be listening to them or not. Those are like the punk rock bands that uh, were prominent in the 90s, 20 years ago, and let's see if they're still relevant to this day. Um, so, Devin, yep. missed the last podcast. I assumed it was because of drugs. Uh, obviously. But <laughs> That's why we need to tell you about our You car. know me. So we actually were going to, this podcast was actually going to be like a whole intervention, you know, so Caroline had something prepared to (laughs) say. Take out Um, the paper from my pocket. It really upsets me when I have to review all the albums by ourselves. I knew something was up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's not, right? No. (laughs) Everything's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. Okay. Good. Uh, I got to ask this thing sometime because Mm -hmm. um, at my job, my second job, uh, we usually have light conversations. I work at a a hockey rink as a Zamboni driver. And it's kind of slow right now, like uh, during the summer. So when we have slow time, we know we'd like to have like conversations about um, like racism and abortion, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it tends to lead to humorous stories sometimes. Oh, wow. <laughs> like um, we have one of the coaches I must have mentioned on a previous show back in the day that is kind of a fan of the, uh, the, the nose candy. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And I kind of let it, like, whatever, because he's got, like, you know, two little daughters and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, that's obviously a rumor. But it came up again in conversation, like, you know, oh, he's, like, you know, such a cokehead and stuff like that. I'm like, huh. That might explain why he sounds so congested all the time. (laughs) That's the first thing I think. Probably. He sounds congested all the time. He's got, like, 24-hour allergies, Mm -hmm. like, 24-7. But, Mm -hmm. you know, also he's always really hyper and, you know, he's got, like, he seemed like he spills flour on his nose every day. <laughs> it's adding like up. He, but it's starting to put the piece together. So they, they branching that. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, it's still kind of crazy. And then the like, dude, like, the funniest story was when, like, they he was, like, he got lost in, uh, we live in New Jersey here. He's like, I got he got lost in Atlantic City. They told him a really funny story of when he got lost in Atlantic City and the previous manager had to drive down there to, to pick him up because they're like, oh, we're going to go to New York to Atlantic City and get blasted all of our friends, stuff like that. You know, Devin, you, you obviously went to the, the casinos before and like, had like, and oh, the, blasted. Yeah, and, <laughs> oh, The Hangover is such a great movie or Caroline we uh. talked about before. Oh, like, you know, Fair and Love in Las Vegas. I want to do that. So basically, you've done, you've had that agenda before and it turns yeah. out, you know, it doesn't always, 
It's not as flashy, right? No. Yeah. Okay. That's Surprise. why we're having the intervention. <laughs> so, <that's why> <laughs> <laughs> so he he uh, they know. told a funny story about how he he went there and got lost in Atlantic City, and it's like, you know, that could happen to anybody. But he didn't get lost in Atlantic City. He got lost in the casino. <laughs> Him and his buddies couldn't figure out how to get out, so they called. They did someone. it on purpose, though. They fa- they called someone that's two hours away because he had to be at work <laughs> to work at the to you know coach. And this guy, basically Italian dude from um, Staten Island, so if they ever wanted to do like a a James Gandolfini biography, this is the guy you should cast for the movie. Or you know, if they want to reboot Sopranos, you get my drift. Uh, he's like, "What the fuck you talking about?" You're crazy, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna say his name. So he literally drives <laughs> the AC to like to hunt him down in the casino, and I guess at some point help them find their their car. That was the issue. Mm. It wasn't. You're thinking like they're oh, in the room. Like how do you get out of this yeah, place? I only yeah. see like slot machines everywhere. That's what, what I, I thought. Going? I was like, that's even worse. But how to convince him to do it? Because I couldn't ask him to retell this entire story again. Because there's always like they'll bring up something like, "Oh, they used to like you know have orgies in the on the couch in the upstairs mm. thing." And it's like I can't really like yeah. pry all those stories out. I'll, I'll just yeah. ask like a, a nice question, like, "Like you know, where's that couch again?" Uh, and that's really all I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll ask. But I won't really get into it. But yeah, that's fucking hilarious. You oh know, you guys been to AC be before? So oh, I hate Atlantic City. Yeah. We actually uh, went a few years ago and it went to the same issue that he did. Like we, because <laughs> you park in the in the parking deck on the third floor, mm-hmm. so you assume if you're on the other side and you go out in the parking deck, you know it leads to there, or it, mm. it's like you're all discombobulated. But fortunately, it only took us like you know four or five hours to find a car, and we weren't on cocaine at the time. Oh boy. That's the that. trick. Yeah, that's the trick. Don't be on Coke, you know. So <laughs> I just it just cracks me up because you know the the people and you're just imagining this whole thing of them just like walking asking, Do you know oh bro, do you know where we parked? Oh my god. I've been How to know where you park? and not been able to find my car <laughs> and not in the yeah, Atlantic yeah. City. Mm. So I can't imagine. That sounds like a nightmare. Where have you lost your car at before? Uh Philly. Philly. Mm. There's a parking deck right outside the Philadelphia um, Convention Center. That's like the big one that spans like two um, blocks, and it's awful. And there's a so there's a parking deck, and it. My God, my friend and I were wandering around for like half an hour trying to find our car because we remembered they have the signs. It's like three A or three whatever, and we had remembered it. And like we were on the level, and there was the sign, but our car was like nowhere. It was like it was like a dream. It was Mm. like I know I'm supposed to be here. But the one thing I'm looking for is not here. I don't even know how we ended up finding it. I think uh, one time we got we, we got lost coming back from Philly, and this is before GPS, and it was like it tells you from when you open your paper and look at MapQuest, and yeah. it says, like, okay, like, make the exit on this thing. You get on the exit, but it's like, that's not the exit. That's the exit to the exit. Mm-hmm. So then you committed to it, and it's like, oh, shit, it's over there. Oh, damn it. Okay, well, we'll just go for the next exit. But then it turns out it takes you to another highway, and then we were, like, in the, in the streets of downtown Philly, like, completely lost, like, for hours. Uh, I went with an ex-girlfriend to a, uh, a concert she wanted to go to that. I'm ashamed that I, I saw this girl sing live even though she, at some point, didn't sing live, and it was a whole scandal. Mm. And that's all the hints I'm going to give about that. Because <laughs> I'm ashamed I went to 
But what do you do? It's your girlfriend, right? You have to yeah. see shitty, shitty concerts. Um, and sit there with your arm folded and look at all the other teeny bopper girls, like, you know, going crazy. And it's like, you like this shit? How old are you? 17, you knew this. <laughs> you knew this. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, she wasn't 17. Um. At least like, now she's not. Um, yeah, so that was what happened with that story. Um, had a prostate exam. Oh. As, as, how's that for a segue? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> transition there. Done. So <laughs> one of the things we talked about <laughs> at the job is, uh, you know, we get... We get like kind of sexual sometimes. Like, yeah, we just take our clothes and start fucking. No, saying we talk about sexual <laughs> well, things. Well, there's that couch, so why and, not? Uh, yeah, but they, apparently that's over with. Because the, the one girl was like, oh. yeah, I used to bang all these guys all the time. And then it, they put cameras there. So now it's, it's um. over. So I, I came in too late. Um, <laughs> and there was no pun with that either. <laughs> um, so uh, we were talking about like, and I want to ask Devin this question. Actually, mm, he okay. said. He's like, he's talking about the other guy was like talking about like, hey, like, you know, if you had a choice between like um, Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. or Roseanne stepping on your nuts, who would you pick? And she's like and he's like, you know, obviously you pick like, you know, Scarlett Johansson because he's hot. And I was like, no, it's going to hurt even either way. And it's a big argument like, you know, with us like trying to him trying to convince me right. that I would prefer to have the beautiful Scarlett Johansson. Take like you know, take like a boot to my testicles as opposed to, you okay. know, bigger Rosanna. It's like it doesn't matter. So it's like you know, he's asking other people that work there, and it's turning to this whole thing. And it's like I'm the same way with that as I am with like you know, anal sex. I don't like it. I don't want to get it. I'm both ways. And he's like, well, if I had a choice between getting it or receiving it, I would prefer to give it. And I'm like, for some weird reason, I don't like it either way because they're fighting me. They don't want to do it. And that's at least what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The right, right. And the other what is going on right now? Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what happens at work. Uh, it's weird. So I said that. <laughs> and then I realized that I, I'm right about that because of my exam. Okay. So that's my point where I'm going. Girl. Wow. Okay. Uh, that was a long uh, so uh, I, I meant to mention that first, but I forgot. And then that's where I'm at. Uh, so, wait, so what did you want to ask me? What would you pick? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, well, because he said like the, well, per, how, the person's gonna say this is happening, and I'm like, can I think about it? Because I have to answer all right, right so now. So like, are they mad? No, they're just gonna. It's like a a, a, a foreplay. Thing. It's a fetish oh, thing. It's really? a fetish thing. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's shoot. what your coworkers are trying to do. I feel like, like figure out who had the fetish. Yeah. Yeah, and you said Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Like current Roseanne, like, <laughs> like it matters. Right? Well, I feel like I feel like Scarlett's definitely fitter. So like she's definitely been working out from like the movies and whatnot. So you're saying like a hundred and thirty pound girl stepping on your on your testicles wouldn't hurt. But that's hundred and thirty pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Roseanne is just bigger and old, uh-huh. but she's older. Maybe she has like arthritis mm. or osteoporosis. <laughs> yeah. Or some kind of foot fungus that's going to get all on it. Exactly. <laughs> well, the way I look at it, <laughs> let's try to get the, the listeners back. No, <laughs> they start, what is this thing? What is this thing? Their first time listeners like turning out. Oh um, all right. So I just, <laughs> that was the point hours. I have. I uh, Obviously, you'll pick one. I'm like, you can't convince me. I don't want either. So when I went to my exam thing, um, it 
it's kind of weird because they don't he doesn't even like prep you for what's going to happen so it's kind of like i feel like i should even though they say like you know hey like you know just relax and then it's like I felt like I was Fletch from that movie. <laughs> Do you ever see Fletch when he goes to get the, the exam and he's like, you know, Moon River? And he's, and he's like, wow, Doc, you done time? You using the whole fist, Doc? And he's like, just relaxed, you know? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I made it an old reference. It's a movie, 85. Um, Chevy Chase. Oh, okay, okay, Pretty okay. funny. But, yeah, it was weird. So I was <laughs> like, I should sue. <laughs> Uh, like Peter Griffin from uh, Family Guy oh had harassment. <laughs> my doctor, my doctor harassed me. But I that yeah, I don't. I don't I, I'm just not like into that. So, but I have to be. But everything was good, right? Everything came back all right. Uh, we'll find out. And now I got to get stabbed, and then they have to extract blood from me. And oh. I'm really yeah. against that because there's like a we're having a blood drive at work. I'm just not. A, I'm not about needles. That's the mm. only reason I never got into heroin. Hmm. <laughs> you know, actually, there's many reasons. I mean, Devin, like, tell us about heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he's trying to get me off of it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't it's do a great this. intervention. Mm. No, it's just like I don't like needles, and I, I do want to help people out. But like, if it's just like an emergency where it's like well, this guy needs blood, and they find out I have, I'm the, I'm the person to get the blood. The I'm only like, person. Ah, only person. It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> You there, can just die. Is there any other way to extract blood? And then the lady was like, yeah, they could punch you in the face like, <laughs> yeah. repeatedly until like your nose bleeds. And I'm like, mm, just one punch? Oh, <laughs> Maybe. Just one punch. Yeah, oh, one punch, God. man. I mean, they can use those like little butterfly needles, you know, they use for like kids and stuff. And it's not. Oh, bad. what are you saying? I'm a little well, kid. Yeah, I can't well, handle it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if it bothers you that much, you can. You like getting stabbed? I well, fucking hate it. Oh, well, I mean, it's just a little pinch. They always say that, right? It's just a little, yeah. little pinch. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to throw you in like a cactus patch one day. So uh, okay. Well, I'm, yeah, okay. Or like <laughs> same, it's the same thing, right? It's a cactus prick. It's like your prick. You get stabbed. Uh, Needles. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, so I got a man know. up though. I got I got to figure it out. So that was my July in a nutshell. <laughs> um, so what should we like? Everyone's talking about you know the the squad. We might do news. Should we talk about the squad and the present? Should we talk about how hot it was last week? Was that like Caroline? You were saying it's hot. It's now it's summertime. Yeah, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the way it is. It's hot in the summer. Yeah. So. Um, I like it though. I like the heat. Mm. I, I opposed to, like the freezing cold. So when mm. I saw that it was a hundred degrees gonna or gonna be last weekend, I was I was ecstatic. And really? it's kind of weird because people are like, no, it's like only like you know, it's like ninety eight. It's not a hundred and six. It's like, can you tell the difference? <laughs> can you really tell the difference where the temperatures? It's it's fucking hot. That's all it is. But the good thing about the the, the hot summer days is when the temperature cools down. Cause I like the, but those, but you know, it's hot in the summer days, but oh, it's those summer ready. Nice. Nice. <laughs> wow. Uh, work for that one. Right, I didn't want to give it. I didn't want to give it. We, we have to do it. It's I like, a, it's a co-ed part. So I couldn't call it the Devin to be weird, uh, but <laughs> Devin's just a shame. Uh, how was your um, few weeks off? Uh, your beside your car problems, you you had fun. Uh, yeah, last I think yeah it was last week when it was super hot here, 
I actually forgot. I forgot to tell you about this. I actually went a, a trip to Denver for a wedding. You won a trip to Denver? No, no, no. I went on a trip to Denver for oh. a wedding uh, my mom's friend was having. I took some pictures there and stuff, and I, I visited uh, the Broncos Stadium, and that was really cool. Oh, your favorite band? Uh, favorite <laughs> band, yeah. the Broncos. Favorite yeah. band. <laughs> the band of Misfits. I have all their albums. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, was, it was fun. And then I think the best part about it was – even though it was hot there too, it wasn't like humid hot. It was just like dry heat, so yeah. it didn't feel like sticky. And it's gross. like Arizona heat. Was mm-hmm. it sticky here? I just felt like it was just muggy. I well, think I it guess was, it was sticky. Yeah. Okay. So you you escaped the hundred degrees here to go mm. to where it was like a hundred degrees there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but just not slight, just slightly better. Yeah. It was like yeah. no, it was like ninety seven. It wasn't hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Like, you know, yeah. I've never been to Denver. So, like, I, I picture when you're descending from the plane, there's, like, a whole cloud of, like, weed smoke that you're flying into, <laughs> no. right? Not even. I didn't really yeah. even see anybody smoking that much, really. Oh, oh Devin's coming. Put it out. Put it out. <laughs> <laughs> you look they like knew. a narc coming down the street, right? They like knew. A, like a little tiny they puppet coming down the street. <laughs> yeah. You and your uh, multiple drug problems. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even like get the the the, the, the t- test of merchandise. There were no dispensaries no. around. No. I wanted to, but I don't know. I just I never got around to it. Mm. Just tried to I, do some yeah. other stuff. And, no. Feels like that's like the agenda. If you're going to Denver or yeah. Colorado or like you know Amsterdam, like oh I went to Amsterdam. Did you do any shrooms? No, nah, I didn't get a chance. I didn't get around to it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why'd you go then? Yeah. But you want to see the Denver Broncos? They didn't even play though. They you just got no. to be on the field and shit. Yeah, I got to go on the field. They had like an event. I think it was like um, uh, raising money for this uh, one disease. I forget which disease it was, but glaucoma, they, right? Because yeah. it's like weed place. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like everybody was like running through the stadium and stuff and it was this whole event i think the players came out later but i had to leave early because of the wedding but (laughs) it was i mean it's still a good time there but yeah you know it was it was a fun it was a fun time that's good to hear but we are happy you're back because you know we had to hold down that show last time and do your part to make it still a two-hour show yeah so i'm doing the same thing now filling time you know to make two-hour shows which i probably don't have to because we have a guest uh, Caroline, your 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 week was okay, I guess. We yeah, it was all right. Um, I got a couple. I'm getting like summer hours for work, even though the semester doesn't start until you know September. Um, so they're having me come in and just like sit and wait for the phone to ring, mm. and that's it. And they're paying me for it. Nice. Always good to be like a receptionist, so to speak. Basically, or and just a person that can the only person on at, in, in the front that can surf the internet, and yeah, they got her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, like, uh, it's, you know, in case someone calls and has a question about the program, but it's, like, the summer. No one's going to call and be like, hey, tell me about your program. I'm going to call now. So just got, to be yeah. yeah, please. You're going to get a lot of so calls I got, now. I got yeah. one now, call now that we've done and it was this a podcast. robot. Everyone call Caroline. Uh, At work, yeah. We just don't Google have num- Caroline's yeah. work number. Yeah. Caroline the puppet's work number. And, and you'll, you'll find, find it. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. So which one of you two um, likes punk the least? I would say it's Devin, right? Probably me. I'm okay. sure. So, Caroline, would you mind switching with uh, our guest today? Because <laughs> we're going to have Rob convince <laughs> Devin why okay. punk is so great. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. All right. right Ladies okay. and gentlemen, out there listening on the, in the airways, everyone give it up for our guest today, the one and only Robbie from Minor Setback. Applause, applause. Oh, what? I can do it for you. <laughs> 
All right, there's that. Rob, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Just first of all, tonight. I want to thank you for coming out. For he was on our bad religion uh, ranking. We ranked all the bad religion albums, and that will be video will be coming up real soon. Both videos. Um, as a punk band in the industry, you're a fan of all the the not just the locals, but all the mainstream acts. What are some of your like you know influences? I see you're rocking a Ramon shirt. <laughs> But uh, you like more of the um, hardcore punk? I'm more of a jovial kind of guy. Jovial. Uh, yeah. Some of my biggest influences include, obviously, the Ramones, Huntington's, a band called Teenage Bottle Rocket, The Queers, Screeching Weasel, uh, 90s skate note, punk Devin. about no, nothing. Okay, write these bands down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Devin is not a fan of punk rock, but we're going we're gonna to school him a bit. Well, thank so, God I'm in a pop band that pretends to be punk on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, uh, like I said before, I saw you guys play Northside the first time when I was when I was go- going to review, in- not interview, but just to check out some bands to like make them to say what I'm seeing, give my perspective of what I'm seeing, kind of let people know what the scene is out here in New Jersey, the punk rock scene. Uh, so real quick, can you give me a history of your band, like how you guys formed, where you're from? Uh, there was originally a band called the Y Autos based out of uh, Elmer, New Jersey, which is, I translate to shitty cow pasture, New Jersey. Okay. Now. <laughs> I think you can look that up, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I answered a Craigslist ad at 19 years old to be a basis of this band. I showed up. I did the, I did the bass thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were skeptical because of my age. And then I started playing Ranted Journey to the End of East Bay, and they just immediately welcomed me with open arms. Well, about a year goes past, and that front man decides to get super mondo into alcohol. And I mean, like, to the point where we're at rehearsal, and he has a mic in one hand, a bottle in the other, and he's passed the fuck out. So you're wow. saying he was the punkest person in your band? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay, I absolutely. Like, well, yeah, I, I like Darby Crash. I like you know Sid Vicious. You know all the Dead Rockers. I like them. You know, I'm just trying to live up to them. So uh, we ended up. How do you sound? And how do you sound though? Like, oh, he was great. Okay, and he was an awesome songwriter. We just couldn't deal with it anymore. Like, there was a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And he has a handle of fireball, like I said, in one hand, Mike in the other. It's not like he passed out. He literally <laughs> made himself a spot, laid the fuck down, and went to bed during the middle of a song. Okay. <laughs> he's a he's an introvert person, I guess, huh? <laughs> Jeez. That's a, that's a true artist, if you want to say. Oh, yes. Artiste. So, uh, <laughs> the story goes a couple different ways. Uh, the real way is we were going to kick him out. But yeah. he left before we had the opportunity to do so. See, and it has a happy ending. I thought there was going to be, oh, he died before we could kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, he ended up leaving, and he still blames us for kicking him out, which wasn't the case. He left. Uh, and when he left, uh, Randy, who is the co-front of Minor Setback, which is the band that you saw at Northside Lounge, uh, the way we got that name was he said, guys, don't worry, it's just a minor setback. And it just kind of stuck. And uh, we went from, like, a rancidy, like, street punk, anarcho punk, whatever you want to call it, to more of, like, the skate punk. So, like, we were super into, like, Bouncing Souls, New Jersey Natives, uh, Face to Face, a whole bunch of different bands like that. They have that, like, simple four-chord, like, structure. 
but have songs about like life. That was the original minor setback lineup. And uh, the drummer from the Y Autos ended up getting off of there, getting off drums and going to guitar and vocals. And he gave us a really, really dark edge. Like I tell people, we were off with their heads before off with their heads. <laughs> okay. Like okay. that's how the original minor setback was. And it just didn't work out because he was working overnight uh-huh. and he couldn't do dick. <laughs> so as far as shows go, he couldn't do it. Um, so this is what interests me. Like all the bands that we like listen to, like from that that scene of the of the working class bands. Yeah. Like, do you find it like it's it's such a pain that we have to work these day jobs and then play bands at night to like kind of get something going? And most of the time, it's like you play together a bunch of people on this one person on the same page. Like the band ends up dissolving, and then you know you form another band and you're like in six or seven different bands. And at the end of the day. That's all you, you you can tell your like you know children about when you're in your forties. Like yeah, I used to be in a band. You know we used to play at that 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 yeah. like club that's not there anymore. But yeah, you know, it was great. But it's like all these other bands like made it like and at some point they got popular. Do you does that does that upset you with the the, the it doesn't the upset me. It drives me. It okay. drives me to keep going. Uh, now little background about me. I'm in my early twenties and still live at home. So. I've quit maybe six different jobs to go on different tours musically. So, in short, when it comes to music, I don't give a fuck about anything else. Like, okay. I can go to my boss and say, yo, uh, I need these two weeks off. And he can say no. And I can be like, look, and this actually happened. I was like, all right, look, let me rephrase. I'm <laughs> going to take off for two weeks. And if I come back and still have a job, great. If not, mail me my check. Mm-hmm. Went on tour. Came home, checks in the mail. I'm like, all right, cool. So you never, you never, you never had a point where they said, okay, 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 whatever you want, Rob, you can just stay. Just take, take, take all the time you want. The job will be here when you come back. I have they, that now. Okay. I currently have that. Okay. So now I can do whatever okay. <laughs> as a delivery driver. Okay, so. okay, cool. All right, so Help, helper. I'm two of my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, semantics, but whatever the case may be. How do you feel about the the music scene in New, uh, the current underground music scene in New Jersey now? The current underground music scene now is, it's hurting. It it was doing really well for like 2008 to like 2010, 2012, like back when like they were still doing shows at this spot in Sicklerville called Jump Zone and a whole bunch of different shit. It wasn't like a punk rock scene by any means. It was like post-hardcore, metalcore when all that shit started coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like real like, upsetting and shit like that but it was alive and well there was a festival every year called Gregapalooza in Blackwood New Jersey and one year they just stopped doing it they said we can't do it no more we can't fund it anymore but for every time that it was done the field like it was outside fucking packed okay so there are people out there that give a shit I just feel like they don't act upon it yeah. You know, there are some people that do. There are some people that totally support it. And there are other people that say that they support it. And when, you know, it comes time to show support, they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, I see so many memes like that on Facebook that when people say, like, I'll, like your friends will say, I'll, I'll, I'll come check your band out. And whether it's they have work the next morning or they were just saying that in front of your face is I think that's one of the reasons why the scene isn't drawing as many people. Like Devin, do you feel like, you know, one of the things that, keeps you from going to like local shows is the day that that happens 
or do you feel like it's more like I don't give a shit about your band? Yeah, please I tell me so I can take friends. notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's. I mean, usually, like I'm just unaware, <laughs> like of that kind of stuff. So that's so the like, problem, maybe too. There's not enough advertising, and that's funny because back when I was seeing the shows when I was a kid, you know, uh, there's just you have to happen to run into a flyer on a freaking like you know, whatever billboard or something like that. Not billboard. What else was called? Like where they hold <laughs> the wires and shit uh, on the street, you know, with the lights there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm <laughs> Light lampposts. Yeah. So, but now it's just like you can just Facebook anything, and 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 there's less people showing up to shows than. Been back when the communication was harder. It's just weird. Um, I feel like there's more shit to do now. Yeah. <laughs> in like oh, the true. 80s and the 90s, yeah. there wasn't dick to do. Like yeah. going out was fun in the 80s and 90s and maybe even the early 2000s. Now people sit home and play fucking Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they do with yeah. their lives. You can see like a family of five and all five of them are in the living room staring at their phone at the same time. Oh, absolutely. You know, so. There's more to do than back then when we had to talk to each other or, you know, God forbid, like go to a show on a Thursday night. And these places have Thirsty Thursdays. And I think the other problem is uh, the <laughs> Scheduling cops are really, a show on a Thursday. The, the, cops, are, the cops are really <laughs> cracking down on this drunk driving at the post when we were younger. So it's, it's, it's a little bit harder. To go. But New Jersey got public transportation. Now there's Uber. So there's no excuses anymore. You guys go to shows. Go see uh, his band minor setback or not, because right now. Rob is going to tell us the future minor setback and give us a little hint as what's to come. Yeah, so uh, minor setback is, unfortunately, after August, uh, entering a hiatus from September to December. We don't know what's going to come of it. Uh, it could be a new album by January. It could be a Facebook post apologizing for us disbanding. Uh, right now... Everyone problems or men- just- everyone's okay. mentally fucked at the moment, personally, okay. like in their own personal lives, like to the point where they feel like they can't do it. Hmm. And uh, I get it, you know, like not everyone is like me, like not everyone lives at home. Not everyone has the little responsibility that I do. And I I thank, you know, my family and shit for helping me out with that every day because I get to do shit like this. Yeah. With that being said, uh, I've gone ahead and made another project. Uh, We have our first EP in the works called uh, Set the Tone, such as setting the standard for the next uh, group of pop punk, punk bands. And let me specify when I say pop punk. I don't mean the story so far, Knuckle Puck, or Newfound Glory, none of that shit. I mean like Ramones, Huntington's, like back then, like the early 90s stuff. And... uh, so something like The Descendants or not so much? No, The Descendants I will put more under skate punk. Like okay. if you were to take The Ramones. The Ramones, I got you. Yeah. And like just add a little bit more substance to the songs. <laughs> not a song that says, I want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you were to take The Ramones and add a little bit of substance to the songs and even musically, like yeah. we don't play like them. But uh, it's closer to them than it is the Descendants. Like, okay. it's not fast and loud. We've been described uh, by people that we showed, you know, practices to and whatnot as, like, beachy punk. So, like, we, we've heard that we're, like, a mix of, like, the Beach Boys and the Huntingtons, which is a band heavily inspired by the Ramones. Okay. But uh, we're called the Lettermans, and we've only been active for about a month now. 
But with that being said, we have, like I said, between six to seven originals at the moment uh, ready to put on our debut EP, Set the Tone, which is set to release sometime in January okay. of 2020. Nice, nice. So uh, where can people actually hear whether they want to listen to Minor Setback? You know, because I, I can see Devin is intrigued now. Well, mine is actually turn them all around. Now, next time he does the show, he's gonna have like a big purple mohawk, you know, another jacket, you know, patches everywhere. I'm a punk man. But where can he listen to or anybody listening out there? If he's a punk, he wouldn't be listening to minor setback. So, uh, minor setback, Bandcamp, Facebook. uh, Our logo is a raccoon with like his fist up, and. uh, the name of our debut EP, and hopefully not our last one, but it was called Did You Get Your Rabies Shot? And it's literally, you know, like we named the raccoon rabies, and rabies shot just means did you get punched in the face by rabies yet? <laughs> like, so. We Can were, that happen at one of your shows? I mean, we do have a guy that dresses in the giant raccoon suit. And this punch in the face, <laughs> like, like, you know. Makes, G- makes Gigi Allen shit. look like soft yeah. shit, right? Uh, okay, cool. That's that's punk as fuck, man. And then as for the Letterman's, like, do you guys have a Facebook page yet or? A At the moment, no. We we the Letterman's we want to do it right. The Letterman's uh, we want to immediately have... start opening at PNC, PC Bank, you know, for like <laughs> yeah. you know, like one and then just start it right there. Start at the bottom and then work your way up. You know, no, the Letterman's. I just European we want to we we want to get like music out there first before we do any of like the Facebook or Instagram or any of that shit. Ah, gotcha. We we want to be professional about it. You know, and yeah. not a very punky thing to say, I know. But, uh, <laughs> like I said, we're a fucking pop band that plays punks on weekends. All right. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You, you're punks on TV, but it's not professionally. Exactly. Okay. I'm In an actor. Life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out Rob and his band, whether you want to listen to mine or setback or the Letterman's coming soon. And I want to really thank you for coming out tonight. You want to hang out a little bit or you want to? I want to thank you for having me, but I unfortunately uh, have to split. I have practice at 8 o'clock. I'm See, already going to be late as shit. Dedicated <laughs> musician right there. We love it. So, everyone, listen to Rob's stuff. And thank you, Rob, for coming out tonight. Uh, if you want to show yourself out, you know you know the way out. Uh, I don't have to introduce, escort you, right? I mean, there's no brown M&Ms left. But. <laughs> yeah, he had all the M&Ms in the green room. So, yeah, thanks for coming, man. Appreciate that. Devin, I hope you're uh, going to take some advice from that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man, check it out. Yeah, punk. Join a band. Be a punk, yeah, man. why not? That's the advice. Thanks, man. I'll keep me in touch with you. Yeah, so... Awesome. Hey, Caroline. Uh, do you mind? Oh, you sat down already. What? Damn. I was wondering if you could go to the refrigerator and open the right door. Mm-hmm. And there's like a um, crisper. And you can get me one of the ginglings out of there. How many? Uh, seven would be fine. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, get me. No, actually, get me the other one. The crabby. The crabby. I do have a bottle opener. One? One is good. You think one will be good? Yeah, I don't have a drinking problem like you, Jerome. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Do you guys want to talk about something in the news, or do you want to just get right into reviews? Because only thing I know that's going on, um, I know, Caroline, you're really intrigued, intrigued about this, because Comic-Con was last weekend. Oh, yeah. So San Diego. Marvel. 
Just what did Marvel do, Devin? You're a bigger Marvel fan than I am, but they unleashed uh, the new generation. Yeah. And um, one of the things that they're doing, and make sure I'm right, I'm not sure if I'm right about that. Some of the stuff that they're going to do is going to be in movies, and some of the stuff is going to be TV shows that are going to be in Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. Mm. I think it's like one division is going to be one. There's going to be a Loki series too. I can't believe they're doing Loki. Is it actually that same guy going to be in it? Yeah. Right. He's beautiful. And That's the only reason they're giving him a show. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Tom gonna... Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the, I think they're gonna do uh, a Falcon and Winter Soldier one. Hmm. Show or movie? A show. Yeah. We still can't get that Howard the Duck movie, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But um, one of the things they're doing, and I'm 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 shocked, and I was, but the thing that I'm I'm happy this happened because I'm like they're the only ones that can fix this problem, is I heard that they're going to do Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Which yeah. has been... Haven't they already done that does over and it. over <laughs> and which, over? Yeah, which doesn't work every time. But when they did that one in 2015, I don't know if you saw it, where they had a black uh, Johnny Storm. Um, oh, no, I didn't. You didn't see it? <laughs> but um, no. horrible film, they say. It's actually... They're they're actually saying that the ones that came out in 2005 are better than that one. Oh, yeah. It's like, I've wow, heard is that. that bad? Mm. Fuck, dude. And, but... Was it like the one with like Jessica Alba? Yeah, yeah, the one selling five. Yeah, they're saying those that those are better. better than that. Oh mm. no! It's like Jesus Christ! But <laughs> so I was saying, like, you know what? If Fox just gives in and this says, and Marvel probably give it to me, mm. well, well, Disney like mm. Mouse is like, just give it to us. We'll we'll handle it. And Fox is like, no, we got this. And it's like you already gave us Spider Man. I can handle this. No, <laughs> but I think they gave in. Yeah, and they, if if mm. if if uh, Marvel can pull this off. They are fucking gods, dude. Yeah. And the only way I think they can do that is pull the same thing with Spider-Man. Don't give it an origin story like they did with the other ones. Just mm-hmm. boom, Fantastic Four exists. Right, right. And off the movie the bat. starts. What do you think? What do you think about that? Do you think they should do it that way? Um, probably. I feel like everybody kind of knows like the backstory, and I think or doesn't care rather. Yeah, they don't care. Either they know they don't care, or they're just tired of origin movies <laughs> now. Because I mean, the only superhero movie that was really origin like recently, I think, is a DC one. I think it was like Shazam. I mean, I don't know. That really wasn't that great. So yeah, I think that you just have it established already and just start from there. Huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking up some, I'm listening to you. Um, <laughs> no, that's all right. I was listening. I was listening. Uh, I'm only going to cry a little. So what do you think? Do you think they should <laughs> yeah. do it? Like I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, um, I was also thinking it would be funny. Is you know there you know who was in both movies, but I guess they're not gonna do it now because that oh, phase yeah. is over, right? Evans. If they had a joke where like you know, mm. they cast it like you know um, whoever is gonna be the new Johnny Storm, right? Mm. And then at some point they meet in the in the movie um, Captain. What's his name? Captain Avengers. Uh, Captain America. Captain America. Yes. I don't know why I couldn't get that. Yeah. Captain America and Johnny Storm, they meet, and then they have some kind of, like, weird banter, and then, like, he walks away, and he's like, you know, that guy's a dick, you know? You know <laughs> you're like, or something like that, or some yeah, yeah, yeah. joke about mean. how he mm-hmm. is him. But I had a good, I had a better joke at that, but I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> but if they give me time in the writer's room, mm-hmm. I could think of something mm-hmm. that would be funny to that. But I guess it's not going to happen, because Captain America, oh, shit. 
you haven't seen the movie yet, Endgame. I can't spoil I, it for you. I don't give. I'm never. Gonna, <laughs> I'm never gonna watch. You it. You keep saying that, but I'm sure. Second no, I say something, I'm you're like, never what? gonna watch it. Never. All right. Hmm. Under any circumstances. No. Okay. Ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. I was like, ah, I don't. Uh, know. I don't want to do that joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Do you think everyone by now, except for Caroline, has seen the movie? So I could say. Yeah, you're fine. You sure? Yeah, you can okay. say. Did it come out on like DVD yet? Or? It's going to. Okay. I think in a, a month or something. Yeah. You know how to solve this? Spoiler alert! There you go. Um, for the next 10 seconds. So Captain America is old, so that's why I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you that's blew my spoiler. mind. Yeah, because how the movie ends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I don't think they can pull that joke off. But I heard they're going to try to, okay, you guys can start listening again. I don't know how they're going to if they are going to work that them into the story again the first phase. Mm. I don't know how they'll do that, but they'll just use like oh because of the snap, like there's a multiverse now. The and blip, just, yeah, or yeah. whatever like that. That's they'll a spoiler. Use too. that as a cop out, <laughs> you know. Um, so you did see Spider Man too? The uh, also I didn't. Film. Yeah. Oh, you didn't see? It. I know. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I can't I haven't talk about that. To it. Yeah. Um, Anything else at Comic Con that that you're interested in, Caroline? Actually, Caroline, you worked for Trauma, so that kind of ties into comics. I didn't somehow. go there. <laughs> I didn't go to San Diego. Well, I know, but did you? They don't pay me. Did you see it, or did you? I mean, not, did you see Comic Con? <laughs> I, I saw it. I looked out towards the west the coast. Got her yeah. binoculars. <laughs> um, no, I don't really think there's nothing in in, in Hall H that uh, they already. Showed on uh, YouTube anyway that you're interested in seeing. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, Comic-Con is mostly for, like, stuff that I'm not really that. I went to New York Comic-Con once a couple of years ago yeah. with, with Troma. And, like, if it's, if it's, I know San Diego is, like, the big one. Yeah. I think it's getting so much more crowded that yeah. it's it's slowly getting off my bucket list. Mm. Whereas I think if I ever go to it, I'm like, this yeah. sucks. Just, like, yeah. you know, it's too crowded here. Yeah. It's, gonna be over it's too and much lines yeah. and shit. And New York Comic Con was a night. It was like. It's it already was, getting like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was already just like so crowded. It was stressful. But like if it's San Diego Comic Con's probably just like that times 10. So yeah. I'm fine with not it. You know, it just doesn't do anything for me. No. I know they're doing a new Blade um, TV show or something like that that they're kind of talking about, but I never watched Blade anyway. So I liked the Blade movies. Okay. Plot twist. Oh wow. yeah, you like the Blade? I movies. like them, even though I. They're probably just taken more seriously. That's probably why you like it, right? Yeah. No. And plus, no. Wesley Snipes is, is fine. What? Yeah, Wesley <laughs> Snipes is beautiful. They had a bunch of like actors in like. Like with almost like cameo roles in it that I loved, so like uh -huh. I partially watched it also for that. Okay. Um, I think also Derek, uh, not Derek, uh, the other guy, um, Deadpool's in there, like a horrible version. Oh, of oh in yeah. the third one, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got like really bad like facial hair yeah. or something. And it actually the is Ryan Reynolds. A mess. Like you Much know, like, like his facial hair. Like, Ryan Reynolds is that? Is he in that one or is he in the Wolverine one? I can't uh, remember which one he's in. He was he's in the Wolverine uh, one. Yeah, yeah I don't know. One. So I guess someone else plays him. So I think I already corrected myself, guys. You don't have to type it in. Um. So yeah, so that was that's all that's going on there. I think the uh, only thing about Disney that's interesting is I I read that a Disney worker got punched in the face in a, at at uh, Disney World. But oh, I did hear about that. That's all that I saw that was kind of interesting. Like apparently she wanted to get on the Tower of Terror ride. And they said no, so she just punched him in the face, and 
left. So, so much for that being the happiest place on earth. It's but terrible. I don't think we can really go into that story too much. I think we covered everything. So, yeah. I say we should just get into some reviews yeah. right now. If you guys want to do that. <sighs> Sorry, you guys. I didn't prepare for news because actually we're supposed to have two guests on the show, as you, if you read it from the Facebook page. But uh, the other person couldn't make it, probably because of drugs. So, <laughs> we're going to just... I'm cut them. <laughs> That's the <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's uh, you know, slinging that crack all over the place, you know. So, what can you oh. do? I suppose You're I am. Different. You're Doctor Feelgood. That's what the song was about. You. Um. But Rucker Howard died. How are we not going to talk about that? Okay, fine. We usually talk about people before they die, but well, you oh, yeah. too late. We missed it. So yeah, yeah Rucker Howard was in Blade Runner. Which took place in 2019, which is when he died. So he was following art, life imitating art, and he's like, "I gotta die now because you know I died in the movie." But um, that's I a lovely that's eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. I, I, was, I, was, I was planning on saying that uh, at his actual thing, but they buried him too fast. <laughs> what uh, else did he do that he did a lot you've of seen? He was in The Hitcher, that 1980s horror movie where he plays. A hitchhiker who is also a serial killer. It's like exactly what it sounds like on the tin. So what made him so great to you then? Let's go. Caroline brought him up, right? Because I don't I know him from anything. I love Rucker Howard. He was in Hobo with a Shotgun. He was the hobo. He was the hobo with the shotgun. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clarify. He's like the hobo with a shotgun. Oh, that guy. There were more than, there were one, more than hobo one hobos. In yeah, it, so. that's true. And that movie was like surprisingly good. And he was like surprisingly very good in it. He was a really good actor. He was in um, this show that came out a couple of years ago. He was in... Is that the name of the show? Yeah, it's called... The that show came that came out, out a couple, couple years, years ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look it up now. Uh, I'm going to actually go to his uh, resume while you're talking. But go ahead. Um, well, I can tell you the name of it. It's Channel Zero. He was in oh. a season of that. And he was really good in that. And that was like two years ago. And he was like, you would not expect that he was as old as he was. Or, yeah. And okay. then a couple of other movies. So was he like, more of a TV actor or was he like No, a he was a movie, movie actor. actor. Okay. All right. So Rutger Horror. I think and it's Howard. He, he died on the 19th. So it's got his career here. And I got to fucking click another sad. thing because he's been in so many fucking things. Yeah. All right. So been acting since 1969 uh his first thing was in Mon- monsieur howard in which he had a deleted scene so i guess <laughs> i didn't see that moving on oh, um steel skin 1973 was he in the news oh he was the he was cardinal in the o'rourke sin city, in yeah. sin city and which he was in batman begins for a hot fucking weekend. fucking dick in that yeah. sin city movie he's he been had, in a lot of things he probably dies a lot in a lot of movies i bet he's usually the villain yeah um because I'm going through all this stuff, like The Got Breeders. He was in the, the movie The Breeders, not the band. Um, New World Disorder. I, uh, the Room, like not things. the room that everyone knows about for something else called The Room. <laughs> Turbulence 3, Heavy Metal. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I think that mm, was... Um, that was like George Clooney's like first yeah. directoral debu- debut. Uh, Batman Begins, you said he was in mm. William Earl. Dracula stuff. Um <gasps> Yeah, Dracula 3. Dracula 3D, he was in. The Reverend. That was Dario Argento. 
Um, so yeah, he was in a lot of stuff that yeah. I'd never fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, even half of that. Yeah, Merlin. He was in that TV show for two episodes. True Blood. He was in like six episodes, and A Christmas Carol, which is coming out this year. He's in that as the oh, ghost no. of Christmas future, 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 future. R.I.P. Rucker. Okay, so yeah, check out that um, TV show of, I guess, Christmas Carol when it comes out. May, is he was he British? I didn't feel like he's he Dutch. Dutch, okay. All right, so R.I.P. to him. Now let's be on to happier things. Talking about 311's new album Voyager, the uh, Omaha, Nebraska rap metal turned reggae rock band are back with their thirteenth studio album. Um, 311 have always showcased reggae in their music, but I guess since they've been become less heavier over the years, it's been 30, almost 30 years since they've been around, uh, their music lost the metal label. Mm -hmm. So my background in the band, listen, obviously listen because you're, this is how it works for podcasts. (laughs) So got into them like 95, 96, somewhere around there, around the second or third album, Grassroots. Big fan of, of rap metal, uh, rap rock, I should say. So obviously, I was about them. Uh, their third album has the song "Down" and you know all mixed up all the hit songs that made them popular. Went to see them in concert. You know, every bought their their videos that would show like their their touring like you know background and had videos in there. And I would um, listen to it constantly. They had that third album, fourth album, Transistor, which was really like spacey and stuff like that and less rapping on it. And I'm like, I had this rule where bands where it's like you get two albums and I'm done. So it's like the the third album where they got popular was more was a little more basic and more simplistic than their first albums. So that was like they're kind of like, you know, foul, foul ball. And then when Mm -hmm. they had Transistor, which I thought was worse, I'm like, fuck this band, I'm done. So I wasn't completely done. I still went to their concerts. Um, around 2014, they have a 311 day. So every two years on March 11th, you know, 311, they play like a uh, extended set, whether it's in New Orleans or Las Vegas. They've been doing that since 2000. So on my bucket list, 2014, we went to New Orleans and uh, they play like, a, I want to say four sets, had like, you know, deep cuts, everything like that. They draw a big audience to every show they play. They play every year for the summer. Get all like the uh, the guys that just love like the, the the positivity, man, and hanging out on, on on the lawn and just you know just vibing it up. I'm not I'm not like a diehard 311 fan. I never was, but so but I went to 311 day and I'm like you know what, this is the Brahman. This is the now I never I'm never going to summer tours again. I did that like 2010 and 2012. I went to the ones at PNC Bank down the street from here. And then they play like your usual 20 songs. But when you go see them play like 60 songs, you're like, this is what I want to see. Mm. So that's where I'm like, I will not pay for any more 311 concerts that come in the area ever again. And I kept my word because they played a show at um, iHeartRadio in New York and they were just giving out tickets to like someone if you just email your information. I won two tickets, went to see them play like a super intimate set um, of a radio show or at that at that place two years ago. Didn't pay a dime for the show, so I've been keeping my word. Um, and I want to – they actually have a cruise every other year, every so like every other – two years, every other year. So it's like 311 day one year, cruise next year, then repeat. Cruise is obviously expensive. So that's my next bucket list. 
obviously the band's getting older so and i don't know how much they have in them as a as a longevity so time is ticking on seeing through 11 on a boat like five days you know wherever the boat docks mm-hmm. at the caribbean or mexico or what have you jamaica all that stuff that's fucking fun right definitely yeah. agree like just yeah. even if you're not in the 311 you're in the fucking cruises you're into like being pampered you're into like you know warm weather especially when they do that it's around february it's fucking cold as shit here in new jersey love to do that um caroline your background on 311 is there is no background on 311 i've never heard of them until you texted wow. me that we were listening to <laughs> yeah. they've been slacking if you haven't heard of uh Catching your ear if you haven't even heard of them after thirty years. But that's I say this about every like every <laughs> wow. band that we listen to. Ninety eight percent of the bands yeah. we listen to I've never even heard of. Well you're we've been turned on, I guess maybe we'll see. Devin, how about you? You listen to Devin No, Lem? no. You never heard of them song. either? Nope. What? Heard, no. Okay. Sorry. I remember people said that in ninety six and I was like shocked and I was like, I guess that makes sense. But now <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow, okay. Never knew they existed. Okay. Nope. So this will be interesting. So you guys listening right now, you hear it. We got the the the, the, the semi diehard fan and the newbies. So where will our rating our ranking go? Uh, rating go. Uh, Mike, uh, it's been two years since their last album, Mosaic, which I found the album to be average, perhaps due to my purest attitude towards the band, or maybe it was just a basic album. Who knows? Um, but let's see if this unique direction that they're uh, the band is doing works on this one. So similar to the last record, Voyager, were produced by Goldfinger singer guitarist John Fieldman, who produced records for Blink-182, Good Charlotte, Mayday Parade, Atreyu, Five Seconds of Summer, Ashley Tisdale, list goes on and on. So I know he's all over the place, you know, with different people, but musically this album was what I expected from 311 with mellow funk rock jams and reggae-inspired instrumentation, but I will, I will admit there's moments where the band rocks, you know, um, like when a song album begins with like Crossfire, um, that song's like up tempo hard rock, and the singer Nick Hexum actually raps on this in the first verse because that was one of my problems. He was rapping less as their career went on, um, and the co-singer and usual rapper Sa Martinez dropped some like f- flows on the other verses before joining Nick for the to yell Crossfire on the hook. Now I know when I say that. Uh, cause when I, I thought the song was a decent opener, but when I hear the word crossfire, I just think of that commercial from that game, you know, you get cut up in the crossfire, but it's a nineties, uh, game, but whatever, but nineties <laughs> commercial. Um, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm I think sorry. of the killer song. They have song. Killers have a crossfire song. Yeah. So what did you guys think of this opener then? Um, I can, I can do without the rapping. You can do without the rapping. Thank yeah, you. that's what they're all about, though. Ooh. I, <laughs> so, I don't know. So you might like their more mellower albums then, oh. where they were rap. Well, there's never an album where they where Sa doesn't rap at all. But back in the day, they were both flowing together. But they still would sing. He would still sing once in a while. But yeah, I miss when Nick would rap. But it was nice that he was rapping on this. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I respect. Do you that. don't like his flow, or do you just don't like? Ra- when white people rap, like no, it just sounds really uh, not right, and just and it's not like the whole white people rap. Like I just, it sounds 
not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like bad. I think. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Can you put? I don't your know if it's just his Caroline? voice. The rap. What yeah, was bothering about the rap? I, and I really liked this song, except mm. for the rapping. Yeah. I, it felt like he had never rapped before. <laughs> it felt very like almost like juvenile, like mm. unrehearsed. It just. I don't know. It, I got this weird, like, Im- I felt embarrassed <laughs> for him or them, okay. whoever was rapping. Yeah. And, like, I thought it just, it was, like, too strange and abrupt of a transition, I think. Because I like this, si- like, his singing voice. Yeah. I think he's a great singer, but the rapping is just, like... I felt, yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was like some like ninth graders like you know mixtape. Yo, like, you listen he to this. He's a rapper now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Okay. I don't know. Is that that's mean? fine. That's that's not mean. It's like, I don't care if it's uh, mean. It might be because you know it's different times. So everyone that's mm. rapping over rock music isn't isn't working if it's your first time hearing it. And they do that rap rock style again on the song Stainless, which is like a spacier song, and I. It's like the average 311 fashion where like the music is soft and gentle for Nick to like sweetly serenade over and then the guitars get heavier for SA to spit over. So you guys are saying it doesn't matter who's rapping, whether it's the white guy or the, or the Spanish guy, you're just not with it. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about the, the softer song because really when they're when those songs gave me the vibe of like their older albums like like Sound System and From Chaos from like 1999 and 2001. Even on the track uh, Space and Time, which is I don't think it's that much rapping, but it mixes the light uh, beach like guitar licks from Tim Mahoney with like the smooth bass tabs from Peanut. That's his name. So um, in case you guys want to laugh, um, <laughs> <Gonna> laugh. <laughs> old school fans like myself uh, will groove to like the throwback jams. So I thought they're giving you the uh, the, the the roots of them in a way. So I, I, I appreciate that. That being said, of course, you get some like funky reggae like rock tunes because I was saying that they are labeled as that. You get the the song Don't You Worry, which is early, early in the album. And also the slightly poppier acoustic meets like dub rock song Dodging Raindrops, which has a kind of amber feel. That's another hit song they had that they still play in the radio to this day. So you guys made your complaints first. My turn. Uh, album's too poppy for me. At some points. And I don't want to insult 311 by comparing him to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> even though I think I just did. Mm. But the track Good Feeling, where it's pretty cheesy. Like, I got I got a good feeling. Like, the way he does that, feel it, is the same way, like, you know, the singer from Imagine Dragons sings, too. Uh, it sounds both Imagine Dragony, as well as something, like, you kind of hear in a commercial for, mm-hmm. like, you know, a getaway trip to, like, Sandals. Where they're trying to attempt to get all like the wealthy white tourists to go and they have the, the commercial come on and like, the people on the beach and playing <laughs> put yeah. this fucking song oh on. Oh my god, I know. It sounds like that, you know. What do you think of the poppy side? You don't like the rapping, you like the popular stuff? Devin? Honestly, I didn't mind it. Like I didn't mind it that much. Don't say up don't say blasphemous stuff when I'm drinking again. Oh, no, I I really <laughs> spit all over you. I don't know. Like I Yeah, I, re- I honestly I didn't like the rapping side. The poppy stuff I don't know if it's just because, like, I do the promo stuff for the station. I hear it all the time. I've just gotten accustomed mm. to it. Okay. So, and, like, I don't – 
they're obviously trying to make like catchier music and like trying to appeal to like a younger demographic. Yeah. So it's like smart. But I, I they're selling I, out and you like it. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't mind it. I didn't, you know, it's not necessarily like, oh, I would listen to this in the car all the time. But I don't know. It's just I, it wasn't as bad to me. Caroline. Yeah. Popular yeah. stuff. I, I do. I agree. I agree with both of what you're saying. Like, oh, you got to pick a side, though. No, no, because <laughs> you guys are kind of saying that. Well, what you were saying that I don't really like aspects of the poppiness because it reminds me of like Imagine Dragons and also there's like a band from like seven years ago that I just can't remember what they were called or like even any of the songs they put out but there were a couple of, of their poppy of uh, yeah. 311's poppy songs that reminds me of it because I have like these distinct That's so funny I was having that same feeling it. I bet we'll like three weeks later we'll wake up in the middle of the night oh, yeah. and we'll say the name but I, every time I listen to the album but like, this sounds like <laughs> Yeah. And I can't think of it, you know. And like I have like very distinct memories of like those songs of like where I was when I heard those songs. I just don't remember the songs. And when I heard those songs, I hated them and I couldn't stand them. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, even though the poppy song 311's poppy songs on this album are very reminiscent of it, it's easier to digest for uh-huh. s- in some way. Maybe because it's like it's not straight pop. Because each track, it's not really straight anything. It has a bunch of different... And that's one thing I really did like about this album is that, like, each song is very different. Yeah. Has, like, different, like... It's all, like, the same mix of stuff, but has, like, different concentrations of each thing. Um, It's like a concentration camp of things. (laughs) If you will. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Um, So, like... Wrong uh, words for that, huh? Yeah. Okay. I kind of uh, hated myself for liking the poppy songs, but I did like them. Nothing wrong with having guilty pleasures, I guess. Um, you're guilty of that, I should say. Uh, ly- let's li- talk about lyrically, like, you know, Nick and S.A. are covering, like, the usual topics on this album, too. Like, you know, staying positive, soaking up the good vibes and energy, man, and referencing marijuana as well. Like, that yeah. song, What the... Um, S.A. like sings like smoking that good weed, getting high. We, we are stoners, stoners. <laughs> with all our friends and some loners. Yeah. Really hitting the nail on the head yeah. there, buddy. Since I got into 311 for like their rap rock styley, like that's where I'm going to say like I liked like the one two punch that you get later in the album. So this is where I'm just baffled that you guys didn't like rolling through and born to live like the former song is like a hard hitting like rocking beat with both of them rapping the way like they did on earlier albums like Transistor or like the the self titled third album, while the latter song starts off with like that funky bass solo. Remember that you like the mm. you, you like when they stop at the bass, right? I do, I do. And then it's just that like head nod and like you know beat kicks in, and this very catchy chorus sung by like you know Nick during that. So you probably Devin like the chorus, like the woes and all that stuff, or but. When he was the other guy was rapping, yeah. and you just you just, you couldn't even nod your head to that. No, and this is this is from rolling through. This is yeah, rolling through. When we go to born yeah. to live, I feel I, I just felt like the rapping was out of place. I don't oh know. It's just yeah, yeah, I, agree. I don't know. It's I agree. what else could you do at that moment for that song, man? You got the rap. When you're, when you're, when you're, <laughs> I don't rap. I, <laughs> uh, like I I appreciate like the. Um, what is it? The musicians and I like the riffs in the beginning of the song. Um, what is it? And I don't know. 
So what songs did you like then? How about that? <clears throat> Everything that he didn't rap in. <laughs> so that's probably half the album he liked. Like, is perfect then. <laughs> I liked Space and Time. Yeah, that was good. I remember that. Uh, good feeling. I did like. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and the what the song? Yeah, because yeah. I liked. I liked more of the reggae side of it, mm-hmm. and even like the poppy side, especially like a lot more than the rapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like the reggae and poppiness, I was kind of feeling a lot more. Okay, so I don't know. That's just me. Well, that's not just you, Caroline. Feels the same oh, way. Yeah, I feel yeah like, I'm yeah. definitely nodding. Um, I liked Crossfire. Um, yeah, yeah. I and I did like Born to Live, but. Every time he's not he, the rapping. He's not the rapping. Okay, <laughs> okay. And I like. Do you like you, you like the chorus? I like the intro of that. In the intro with the bass line. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's that's. I'm glad you mentioned that because like the, like the music, like the instruments, like the band themselves are like really really good. Yeah. Mm. So like the main complaint I have is is the rapping and like some of the lyrics are a little like made me roll my eyes. Generic kind of. Yeah, yes. something mm. about like you know, oh, I'm sleeping with my demons and like stuff like that. It's like okay, cool. Yeah, but he wants to to live to see his his daughters get married, that but he can't do it in the, if that, he's in the cemetery. The, like, yeah, <laughs> real, real, real good. It's true. I mean, it's true. He's <laughs> got a good point. <laughs> I can't argue. That's with real logic. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I think that like the the instruments were like, and you know the ba- like the band. Just the music itself was mm. really, really good. It's the lyrics and the rapping that lost me. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into our final rating. Then I'll go first as the 311, you know, connoisseur, I guess. Uh, I think they do a pretty good job of giving, like, the fans some of the old and a bit of the new flavor on this latest record. Like, I think what you guys are saying, the same thing I'm saying, there are definitely some tracks on here that will be received well at their shows. Mm. And even if it's, like, a song that I was, like, this is not like what you used to play. If they play it live, I'm not gonna be like you know folding my arms thing down. I'm like I'm in, I'm I'm in the zone. I'm feeling good. I'll probably do the same thing. Yeah. I got a good feeling. <laughs> so the production, as we said, is pretty solid. At the end, it sounds exactly like 311 from the vocals to what so the somewhat intergalactic effects used on like the electric guitars. Um, I'm not crazy about the poppier stuff, but I'm sure that there's an audience for it because. People do like Imagine Dragons after all, so mm. they'll probably like this too. Um, I I was like kind of like leaning towards like will I go back to this album? But every time I listen to it, I have no problem with it. Like it's yeah. like I'm not like this is a chore. So I'm gonna have to obviously say buy this album. They are you know giving you what the best they can do with the old and new on this record. Uh, Caroline, what do you think? Okay. Um. So the first time I listened to this album, I actually like really, really loved it. And then the second time I just kind of liked it. But then the third time I was like a solid like, eh. like I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. There were songs like, you know, a good number of songs that I really did like and that got stuck in my head. Um, and I did love just like the mix of like different styles and genres. I think that was really well handled. And even though the rapping really I didn't like at all. Um, it was kind of easy to just zone out during it. Mm. Um, I do think it was a little long. I think uh, some of the songs could have either been shorter or cut entirely. Mm. Um, 
13 so tracks was too much for you, huh? I think the 45 minutes was too much for mm. me. It's I not gotcha. the it's not the number of tracks. It's yeah. like yeah. the, the songs, length. The and length and uh, yeah. yeah, and then some songs it was just like you've already said what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to just keep. You can yeah. you know get in and out and be done with it. So um, it's not something I would like listen to over and over. But it was it's probably something that I would enjoy listening to again. So I'm gonna say download this. Okay, that's good. It's okay. She thinks download it. What do you think, Devin? So. Devin had a speech prepared. No, no, no. Four speech. scores. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm gonna be pretty concise, sweet to the point. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, um, not a fan of the rapping. Re- honestly, not really a fan of the guy's voice. I don't know. That's Which just, one? Um, the the main. Because oh, there's two. Yeah, okay, so the lead oh, okay. guy. Okay, gotcha. So um, do you like the other rapper then? Who raps? Well, he sings sometimes. I think but. he's a little more tolerable than okay. the lead one. Okay. But I still am not like. I, like I said, I feel still like it's misplaced in a lot of these um, songs, so I'm just like, eh, whatever. But uh, I do like the musicians. Uh, I love the solos in a lot of these, yeah. which is really good. I love the reggae sound and the poppy sound. I don't mind, so I was um, I was happy about that at least. <laughs> and uh, overall, I'd, I'd, I'd listen to these songs again. Maybe not the whole album, but you know, mm-hmm. so I'd say download this. Okay, I was almost with you guys earlier, but I, I had to commit. But uh, what do you guys out there think of the new 311 album, 13 albums in? Do they still have it or not? Let us know. Or you can send us a longer email, especially 311 diehard fans here. Probably are, are flabbergasted not only by these two's ratings, but also that they never heard them before. No. Send all that in the emails yeah. when you can, which we'll tell you at the end of the show. So you guys might want to go see 311 in life then at some point, huh? It would probably be fun. As yeah. much shit as I gave them just now, it they would. I I I'm like I'm with you on that. Where it's like even the songs I didn't like, if I heard them live, I probably mm. would like be swept up in it. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, be dancing and Kinda having have a really to. good time. You look a little weird just <laughs> standing well, there. I've been, I have done that, and really? I don't care. Oh yeah, I've been to many a concert. I hate it. Oh my There's god. There's people there that are not even paying attention to you, so yeah. they will probably do that. I went through Eleven Day with my friend who doesn't like music at all, and he just stood there like the whole time. Like he didn't fold his arms like he normally does, but like when we on roller coasters, but he just like <laughs> he just <laughs> was just watching it, you know. And it was yeah. just like you know you pass. Other people would pass him like a joint. He would just say, no, thanks. And just mm. watch it. There's also like the social anxiety factor of like, I'm surrounded by people I don't know. And like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to yeah, get into a crowd of them who are yeah, all like yeah, dancing exactly. and sweating. I'm okay yeah. here just like standing. Yeah, that's a good point. With like a, you know, soda. Well, most of the time you could just, where I've seen them is like seats though. Like I, oh. I don't do like the, I, when I was seen through 11 at PNC Bank, I'd all through the seats and it was uh to get as close as possible. And even in what we saw him last time, the only time I saw him standing was uh, that last show at the radio at the thing. So, but since it was such a small place, there weren't a lot of people there. So you might've not felt anxiety mm. there either, but I don't know. Do you like prefer to be in chairs or do you, is it like when you're in a pit, you're like, you know, uncomfortable. Oh, I've never ever, even when I've been like at like a concert where it's like standing room only, I'm always far enough away that like, I like I, I I don't like being in crowds. Like it just like makes me panic. So mm. I'm either like somewhere with a seat, <coughs> and like if I want to dance, I'll get up and dance n- near my seat so no one steals it. Um, or <laughs> I'll like. You gotta call fives and then dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
or I'll just like stand stand back and you know do my thing over there but I've never would never I would rather die the, the first concert I ever went to was Iron Maiden um with Alice Cooper opening and it was I have never been so uncomfortable and that's saying something because I'm uncomfortable all the time <laughs> but it was it was the thing in Newark, in Newark, the place in Newark. Oh, I forget what it's called. Prudential, probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it was just like wall to wall people, and everyone was like stepping on my feet and like spilling beer down my legs, and it was just like awful. Yeah. The concert was good. Like nice. But you know, sorry. So that means terrible. when 311 announces where 311 Day will be next month, I'll make sure I buy us all tickets. Yeah. No. yeah. We're going to Vegas, Let's you guys. Let's go on the cruise. <laughs> cruise will do that next. All right. <laughs> Next up, we're going to be talking about the new album from Sum 41. Their album is called Order and Decline. They're the Canadian group, and they're back with their seventh album, and this is the follow-up to 2016's 13 Voices, which saw the return of original lead guitarist David Baksh. Also, it is the first with new drummer Frank Zumo, who replaced original member Steve Zock. Or I think his name is Jocks. Steve Jocks. Over the band's 20-plus career, Sum 41 have gone from a pop-punk band that occasionally raps to a hard-rock alternative metal band that occasionally plays punk rock. With this latest record, frontman guitarist Derek Will uh, Will Bully says musically it's their heaviest and most aggressive to date with lyrics about social and political turmoil in the U.S. and Canada. No real surprise considering they've uh, been addressing social issues since um, songs like Still Waiting and We're All to Blame. Mm. You know, um, and don't forget, these are the guys who refuse to be casualties of society or victims of conformity. <laughs> Remember that song. Um, so with this current political climate and Dave um, there for some shredding guitar work, this album has the potential of being somewhat groundbreaking, I thought. Um Opening track, Turning Away, is a very brief piano ballad that gives way to like a slow but hard-rocking track that eventually gains momentum um, like that song. And for the most part, I think the album lives up to uh, being both aggressive, angry, and energetic. I think he lived up to it with this record. Out for Blood is like the, the... Fast alternative metal jam with double bass drumming included. Derek goes from soft-spoken vocal effects to shouting lyrics about the metaphoric blood that's spilling due to the chaos in society and how it's leaving us all behind with hell to pay. Deep! Mm. Um, Eat You Alive is the shortest track with plenty of post-grungy guitars, screaming vocals and cynical lyrics about an un- unnamed person who's doing things wrong. So it's not really clear on who or what he's referring to about what's happening in Canada on this <coughs> album. So I didn't get any Canada references at all on this record. But musically, I guess we're all agreeing that, you know, it's fucking heavy. It's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was surprised that it was like, this is some 41. <laughs> like I was surprised. I used to listen to them like 20 years ago. Because <laughs> what, what you were saying earlier is like when you texted me, I was like, they're still making music. Yeah. And then I listened to it and I'm like, this isn't the some 41 I remember yeah. from when I was like young. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That pop so, punk is done. I'm glad that they, you know, change. I think artists should always be evolving. I would have been mad if it were just what it was in the 90s. Mm. 
Okay. Devin, are you, you um, familiar with uh, some 41s? I've heard a couple songs there. Okay. Yeah. Do you like, you're talking about, I'm talking, you've heard the, the, the Into Deep and uh, Fat Lip stuff. Um, and obviously, we're all the blame. Yeah, I've heard that beer. and then like no reason. No reason. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, we're liking the music hmm. in a way. No? Let's see. No, I'm oh, saying we'll, we'll let's keep, see we'll what happens. Um, I want to say like lyrically, it's a lot of the songs here are clearly about Trump. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm so surprised. The new sensation has like a kind of synth hard rocking opening that reminds me a bit of the band Muse. I don't know if you noticed that, Devin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds musy. And then the song sticks with like some 41's like sound right down like the murky, gloomy choruses. And I found it pretty catchy, though. And Derek mm-hmm. claims like you can't evolve by building your brick walls and warnings to present your time is up. And we'll see if that's true. And if you're finding like that implications to Trump is is a little too ambiguous, <laughs> I think the track 45 like <laughs> makes it clear who they're talking about. Yeah. It's like, as per usual, the song is heavy with soft and loud singing. Now he's like sick of like the bigoted ways and he's losing faith in humankind, but he still confesses a number is all you are to me. Now I know, like Devin, you're you were saying before, like, there's not enough politics in music, and you want to hear more stuff about <laughs> Trump. Um, yeah. I don't so, know if I said that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so really, like, how did you feel about all the Trump talk in this album? Um, honestly, I think it's just it's like like a new wave of stuff from all kinds of different artists. So, like, I personally, I'm kind of getting annoyed with it. I remember you said that before. I was joking. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But I, oh my god! I thought like ten tracks, maybe like eighty of them were about Trump. I wanted to know how you felt about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm getting tired of and and I didn't ever knew they were from Canada too. So I'm like, uh, okay. Why do you care? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, 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 come on. What are you doing right now? They mostly live in L.A. I probably so maybe that's why uh, they're talking about. Oh, it. Okay. all right, that makes sense then. But uh, yeah, no. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Carolina is the the most political one of the three of us. What did you think of the lyrics? I I, I agree with Devin. I'm like <laughs> like I'm kind of so I I and I say this all the time. Like art, I absolutely believe that art should be political and music should be political. I just think that like if you're saying the exact same thing that everyone else is in the exact same way that everyone else is, then why bother say it? Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that happens a bit, and I'll say that I'm, give, I'm being generous by saying that happens a bit on this album. Mm. Um, but like the songs, even the songs that are the most political, I just tune out the lyrics and I mm. just listen to, to what else is going on, and then I like it. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, and the, like some of the like like I like the song Forty Five. I just don't like. Like, I know what it's about. And I'm not saying I don't like what the lyrics are about, like, because I, like, support what they're saying. But, like, I don't know. It's, I just feel it's just getting so I feel like they're just kind of, like, riding a wave a little bit. Yeah. Like, the whole hate Trump thing. Yeah. I feel like, though, we kind of knew and wanted that to happen, though. But now maybe it's just we're we're oversaturated with it. Yeah. That's exactly it. So that's maybe that's the problem. But... At least we all maybe agree that, like, you know, musically, 
is like where the album really shines better. And a couple highlights for me is uh, a death in the family that has like the thrashy heavy metal vibe that reminds me of the band Bullet for My Valentine. Um, this shit shreds, dude. Like mm. love that. Um, also, the the I really like the track the people verses, which has like the melodic skate punk sound of like an Offspring song or maybe even like Pennywise. But the Offspring is what I hear in the chorus. Pennywise maybe the verses. Uh, it's both fast and catchy, and it's like the closest to some Forty One's old school sound that you'll get. Um, you like those? Like Devin? Like yeah. musically? Did you find like it's? I thought like it was you're fantastic. a metal dude, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I liked <coughs> Death in the Family. I liked uh, Heads Will Roll. That song like, had a bad chorus, though. Really? Yeah. <sighs> you don't want me to lose my shit. Uh, or heads, heads will roll. roll. But the music was good. I thought it was like really bouncy. Yeah. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But that hook was stupid. Yeah, a little. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. What else I you like? I liked it. Um, what is it? <coughs> Even though, oh, sorry. Even though, like the whole political stuff, I did like Forty Five. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly enough, I did like um, Never There. Even though it was like a slower song, I knew you liked that song. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because mm-hmm. so the song you just mentioned, uh, that's the most non-political moment, uh, acoustic-driven piano-heavy track. Never There is what he's talking about. It's about Derek's dad and how he's never met him. Found that shit sappy and cheesy mm-hmm. as fuck. Well. Did you really? It's out of place. Not. The the mo the mood because the whole album is like somber and, and sad, but maybe more so the kind of music it was. But it's like, when I ain't seen my daddy, boo hoo. <laughs> so but I remember we talked about another artist, um what was that guy's name? Uh Boogie, the rapper earlier this year. And yeah. he had that song where he's like, you know, oh, like his his uh his baby mama, he's like, I ain't gonna go see my kids, you're gonna be a bitch to me. And I remember mm-hmm. Devin got all offended by that. Yeah. So like, you know, he's got some like you know uh, issue listen, with see your kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see your kid. So I'm like, I think stop it, Boogie. Yeah, stop. Yeah. So why do you like that song? Like, is it the music or is it like the message you like more? Um, probably the music a lot more. Oh, uh, you like but that soft piano stuff? Yeah. Why not? Because it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Caroline? Would you like? You said it was out of place too a little bit, but. Oh, the the no, slower never there, song. Yeah. yeah, it just seemed it was a little boring, especially because like the rest of the the album had like such a distinct like mm. like what did Fuck you say? Trump. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, yeah. Sound, you said it was like angrier and louder and, and somber. Song. Yeah, yeah. It was like so like the rest of the album was very like I don't know like energizing, and that one was a bit of a downer. But I feel like there was another one that was like pretty. Low, like the last song. Yeah, the last song reminded me of like what, like kind of like what. Um, you remember this band, My Chemical Romance, when they started getting more, (laughs) like they like towards the end of their career, they got more, um, like I don't want to say electronic, but like you know, like maybe that that particular song reminded me of a song from their last album. Yeah, but I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, no, I know. I hear you. It wasn't a very good album. I the dark days or whatever the fuck it was yeah, called. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's some good and bad song, but, but I, I think that that song reminded me of My Chemical Romance, but Whoa, I just didn't cool. write it down. Yeah, so like read my mind. No problem. I did like it though because I liked My Chemical Romance yeah. when I was, you know, <laughs> it's a good outro song in a way. Yeah, um, every song doesn't have to be like you know blood, like you know bluntly like metal. You yeah. know, yeah. or maybe it does. You know, what do you think, Devin? 
Um, Would you prefer all of it like that or majority of it was so it was like a fair balance? Yeah, yeah. I like the majority. And if you have maybe one or two that are like kind of slower, I find that fine. Like you don't have to do straight, just like Mm. headbangers all the time. All right. So with that, then, um, Caroline, why don't you go first with your final rating then? Because it's actually a short album. We don't have much to say about it. Um, I actually really did enjoy this and I am shocked that I did not only because it was like more metal and like I'm not big the biggest fan of metal anymore um, and that it's some 41 and that just makes me feel like I sh- like I'm embarrassed to even admit it um, but I did listen to this album more than I listened to the other two um, and I feel like I enjoyed it just as much each time but there are a number of like boring songs or like cringy songs that are mostly like the ones that are just like blind you know like normal just mm. bland political stuff yeah um but still it was worth listening to and i'd you know i'd probably listen to it again so download this download this all right i'll go second Devin. you're the metal guy so you'll okay. just bring it home mm. um i thought this album was a bit better than the last one since it's got more like high points than low and um but they don't seem like fun anymore that's the problem i have with them mm. like i remember back in the day they could like have a serious song and a lighthearted song in the same album and for the past like three records it's been like the world's a shitty place and i'm fed up you know so <laughs> it's like this album could have used like some more punk rock a little bit more rap rock oh, <laughs> <no>. you know <laughs> uh to lighten, know. The mood, uh, to plus, lighten the mood yeah Plus, all the Trump bashing felt a bit like heavy-handed, like we've been saying. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate some forty-one for having something to say and almost blowing out my eardrums while doing it. So I say, download this album too. Devin, what do you think of it? Um, so, the few songs that I've listened to from some forty-one like years ago, I really enjoyed, and I from then I liked their sound. Like I, I started hearing them, I guess like. 2008, 2009, and I like their sound, and I feel like this is probably even better, like, okay. music-wise. I feel like it's just, like, a kick in the face, Yeah, and it's a lot of high energy, like, I guess, except for, like, a couple songs, but I, I liked it. And the political stuff, it's whatever for me. Like, Caroline, you kind of said, like, at times you can kind of just, like, zone it out yeah. and just listen to the music for how it is. So just based off that, I'm going to say buy this. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, wow. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're, I think we all enjoyed like something from the, from the most part. So yeah. I'm on the high download this. You're on the low buy this. Well, no, you're just like flat out. Like, no, I buy, buy it. Buy it. Definitely. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Purchase this album. <laughs> but uh, if you heard the new Sum 41 album, let us know in the comments what you think of it. Also tell us what your rating would be as well. We appreciate that. Um, let's just breeze through this real quick. Last one. So um, keeping the energy going by the band Good Riddance. This album's called Thoughts and Prayers, and they're a melodic hardcore punk band from S- Santa Cruz, California. And the band formed in 1986 and have been releasing albums through Fat Records since 1995. The group's known for playing fast, catchy, SoCal punk rock, while singer Russ Rankin's lyrics are mostly political and criticize American society. So, Devin, I know you like the politics. So, here we go. Um, (laughs) That's me. Back to back. um, In 2007, Good Riddance broke up, but then reunited in 2012. They released their eighth album, Peace in Our Times, which I loved. That came out in 2015. And uh, when it came out, uh, 
when it comes to like quintessential mid '90s aggressive punk rock sound, it seems like I have to turn like the old guys to to show you how it's done, you know. And mm-hmm. that album actually made my top ten in 2015 when it came out. So, needless to say, I was damn excited to hear this ninth album, which, uh, with the title alone, seems to be uh, like a snarky view on human compassion. Um, as with pretty much every Good Riddance album, there's a song that starts with a movie sample, and in, the, in this case, it's from like the opening track, Edmund Pritis Be- Bridge. Is it Pritis or Pritis? Pettis. Pettis. I thought there was R in there. It's no. weird. Ed- Edmund Pettis Bridge, which uh, begins with like the sample of Michael Douglas from the movie Wall Street, and this time, uh, this tune is sort of like a broad. Um, protest against the U.S. historical uh, ignorance with energetic, crunchy guitars to match. Um, I, I gathered from, like, the title of the song and the lyrics that he's talking about, like, um, the instant, not really the instant that happened on that bridge with, with Selma and all that stuff, but more like the, um, the feeling that people had and the ignorance going around that thing. What it has to do with like Wall Street, I could not figure out. So I didn't get what the sample was. So why is that here? Maybe the Wall Street sample is supposed to be like the undertone of the entire record about like how capitalism is evil. Democracy didn't get that exist. either. Mm. Hmm? Democracy doesn't exist. Yeah, didn't grasp that from the sample, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, like, you know, sure, I'm supposed to. Be. I think the point of the sample is to get me angry. Like when you see the movie and yeah. every time Michael Douglas would say something, great, it's good. And like, like, fuck this dude, man. I hope he gets good. <laughs> So when you play that part, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed. I can't mm. wait. So now I'm ready for this record. Um, but either way, it pretty much sets the tone and the, and the sound of the, how the sound holds the sound, I thought. So that being said, in that case, it's just a matter of me just sifting through the familiarity to point out the most, the, the songs that resonate with me with the most. So that's what I'm going to do. So um, let's start yeah. with uh, Caroline. How did you like this album? Um, I wasn't crazy about this album. I was, um, I didn't, I didn't like hate it. That's a good sign. Um, (laughs) I didn't like it. I didn't really feel much of anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's worse. (laughs) The only thing I really liked about this album were he used really good words. Yeah. Good vocabulary. And yeah. proper grammar. <laughs> okay. So, A plus. Okay. Just cool. so let's just hit by this for you right now. Uh-huh. For the grammar. <laughs> okay. Evan, what did you think of the uh, of this uh, sound? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it just, oh, I just. Highlights, I should say. Low I lights. Just, mm. Low lights. I just really, I'm tired of the punk sound. <laughs> so, so, so much. Like, I, I don't know. It's just. Oh man, it there's no it doesn't do anything for me. It's just like it's like super fast, but it's and that's the pain, right? Having I, fast music. Well, no, oh, no, no, God, it just, no. It just doesn't make me feel any. I I, I don't know. It how much does it have to beat the snare drum before? It, how fast does it have to beat the <laughs> snare drum? <before> it feels <laughs> I agree, though. I feel like each song, sa- and I know that they're not, and I know it's just my untrained ear because I'm not a punk person, <laughs> but each songs just musically sounds very similar to yeah. the next one. 
and it's it's just yeah it just gets boring just like the same with all the like the political the content of the songs that are just political that's a double whammy too so that's what i'm that's why i was kind of just like nothing i i nothing to this album there was like one song i liked and it was uh hold on i don't even remember um no safe place okay and I think I liked, I think it was the very last one where he basically, they're just like calling for a, re- a revolution. Or is this a That was a requisite catastrophe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked that just because I liked the idea of like, just like a total revolution. <sighs> but that's about it. So are you, go ahead. Let's take over the rest of the <laughs> review. Okay, so our great divide. Uh, I thought that song was good. And the high octane hardcore punk um, had me salivating. Um, the aggression and those like buzzy guitars with that no effects esque lead guitar during the chorus, the pounding snare that I was talking about, Russ's like intense vocals made that a standout track. Love that fucking shit. Every time I think about it, you know, it's oh my god, that's such a good hook. Uh, Precariat, I thought was a uh, kind of remind me of the band Pulley from looks like a melodic sound of that hardcore band from the 90s. I thought that was good. Um, the track No King But Caesar, I thought it was pretty heavy, but like on par with like the rest of the album, the skate punk sound they're going for. I like the gang vocals in that song where they were like trading off vocals tur- during like the uh, final verse. They got a Spanish song on this album, like uh, it's called uh, Loque Suquiti, uh, Suquitas. Uh, I want to say Loke Sukidi. Loke Sukide. That's probably how you say it. Which means mm-hmm. translates to what happens. And that basically sounds like a Voodoo Glow Skull song, but without horns. Um, I guess this is like a good segue to get into the lyrics. So you guys probably said the lyrics or saying like you like the big words, Caroline, but it's just they're not really saying anything that resonates with you to, to, to care. And um, Caroline's right. The vocabulary is very like, you know, Big and kind of like what you hear from Bad Religion, um, and his political social gripes are are on current issues are here a little bit. Like he says, build walls out of fear and greed, uh, discard the ones you need. Um, but then tracks like "Wish You Well" and the song Caroline mentioned, uh, requisite catastrophes uh, were more mid-tempoed and I thought were kind of interesting to me. So I was kind of feeling <laughs> like this like who the fuck cares like moment like throughout this album like fortunately the slower points are like kind of rare because i like it when it's fast i don't know why no yeah. you don't like that Devin. but th- so this album's like uh, about 28 minutes long and uh that's 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 good it's tight short it's quick um the reason i'm just kind of bummed out is i was kind of hoping you guys would pick up the energy and make me realize that I'm wrong for my feelings on it <laughs> because oh. I think like the music is like, isn't that enticing. And as, as the last album was, and so it's sort of like an effortless, like record for them. Like, and mm. you know, when someone does something effortless, it's like, you're saying the good thing, but no, it's just like, mm. we can do this. And then they just do it. And it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of dull to me. Yeah. Um, also factor in that I didn't find the lyrics too enlightening, you know, yeah. I don't know if it was like, just, I'm trying to like read along and like kind of like put it together, but it's just like, it's just so much, I don't want to say work, but like 
It was just like it's when you like when they're you, throwing it at it's, you. It's just throwing different you feel yeah. It. Yeah. ideas. It's like okay, I, I there's I, no subtlety. I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not that. It's just like, what is your point? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I felt like, and then, but the last album or every album is like that. But I'm focusing on that because the music's just not grabbing me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of like yawning and zoning out, and I mm-hmm. should not be yawning while listening to melodic hardcore skate punk. That's a no no. Yes. No, no matter how much sleep I'm lacking. That should not be happening. Um, so I'm kind of like on the same page with you guys in a way yeah. where it's just like I wanted this to be better than it was. And I just can't pinpoint what they're doing wrong. They're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But um, you guys mentioned like some of the songs you liked and that was not, not many songs. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I at least had like three or four that I really like will go back to. Yeah. So that might mean that my review might be my ranking might my rating might be higher, but let's mm-hmm. find out. So Devin, mm-hmm. I guess we haven't changed your mind on punk, but we'll see. What you, how'd you rate on this? I album? mean, this was before we had the, you the, know. the discussion. Now I've been enlightened. <laughs> so now this is a definitely like a praises. <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> so I didn't like any of this. <laughs> any of this? None of it. We got to play great, our, our great divide again. How are you not liking that I chorus, just, dude? I who? No. They layered, they layered that lead guitar so well. <laughs> like song after song. I just was like, what is this? It's like, no. It's just, it's too fast. You're throwing stuff at me. Like, I... It, like stuff sounds very similar. Maybe not every single thing, but most of it. I just, I couldn't do it. I no, I can't go back to this. <laughs> like ever, I want to say skip this. Woo! Thank God. <laughs> I was worried. He just said skip it. He just does not. I don't. I thought you were angry, but that's good. That's no, good. no. I just you're just dismissing it. I'm that's disappointed. Okay. I want to like punk album. 10, I want to try. Yeah, album ten might get you. We'll find out. <laughs> Caroline, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, you say good riddance to good riddance, right? Yeah. Good <laughs> right. luck, Caroline. What do you think? Um. I thought it was boring and there wasn't really anything interesting. There were no like interesting differences amongst the songs, either like musically or lyrically. And it's again, it's like what we were saying about like the political stuff, but at least it wasn't, you know, like all about like anti-Trump. It was more about like, you know, there are many problems that are going on in America, yeah. which is like, that was a little bit Yeah, so different. they'll always have something to write about because there's always problems. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think what you said is pretty accurate about like the sample at the beginning kind of being about the whole album because like, the whole album talks about like social inequality and all that yeah. stuff. You didn't think we're living in a democracy, did you? Right. Yeah. So um, all that being said... Uh, I too am saying good riddance to good riddance, so skip this. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have let you let give you that. It was a good one. Yeah. I'm mad I didn't think of it. I ain't blaming this band at all, because like I said, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do and what they're expected. So maybe I'm going through some of a protest fatigue, hmm. uh, but the music's uh, majority rocks uh, and fills the 90s skate punk void, if there is one. And I just didn't get an erection listening to this one like I did with the last record. So my rec- my rating is like semi semi flaccid, you know. I aka 
download this. It's just, it's okay. It's just, you know, disappointing in a way. But let us know what you think of uh, Good Riddance. If they give you a boner or not, let us know. Or <laughs> Lady Boners also. We'll talk about that. Let us know in the comment section what you think of their latest album. Also, you can leave a rating, at review, uh, longer email in the email section if you want. And with that, that ends the show. I want to thank Devin for making it back. And uh, you. hope you help. Uh, hope your car and your drug problem is fixed real soon. Thanks. <laughs> Caroline, it's always great to see you, and I hope you can cool off some point as yeah. we're hitting August, and it's going to be a lot hotter as usual. That's when we get the heat waves in New Jersey. <sighs> Thank you guys listening to the podcast, and um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. We won't keep you waiting too long. Devin, that outro music, where is it? I He has not gotten back to me right. about any of that. Fine. So I'm pretty upset. Because there are times I've contacted him, he's never responded. So I'm like, okay, well, he wished me a happy birthday though, so that was <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, happy birthday, Devin! You didn't tell us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but after that, oh, no, okay. my birthday was a while ago. So. Oh, oh it was okay. yeah. <laughs> well, we're just trying to make up for next year, so we already said it, so we're good. So, uh, all right, no effects. Take us out, and we'll give you the outro stuff here. Go to our website, which is gonna be puppetperspectives.com. You can still go to Radio dot net if you want email us at njhabitradio at gmail.com we appreciate all that we'll read on our show if you do our youtube channel is puppet perspectives when you find us make sure you hit that subscribe button and click the bell as well um also you can follow us on twitter and follow us on instagram at puppet reviews 15 and you can like us on facebook at puppet reviews 15 I think that covers everything. So until next time, it's been Jarrell, Caroline, and Devin saying have a good two weeks. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>